Brother Dale here of Gospel of Repentance Ministries. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host. And remember, our summer theme for this uh, summer series is Matthew chapter 4, verse 4. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Praise God. For those of you who are living in Southern Cal, hang on in there. We are dealing with a heat wave right now, and it's probably going to go on throughout the weekend right before uh, our Labor Day. Uh, Temperatures are uh, up there in the 90s, and so uh, hang on in there and stay hydrated. Hey, what I wanted to talk about in this episode is the idea of everyone will inherit eternal life. Everyone will inherit eternal life. Now, so that you guys do not get confused, I am not talking about universalism. And for those of you who may not be familiar with what universalism is, it's the idea that everybody goes to heaven when they die. I am by no means talking about universalism when I say that everyone will inherit eternal life. But what I am trying to uh, express and convey is that God, when he created man, he created man, of course, with a soul that is the immaterial part of man or the non-physical part of our being. And that uh, being, that substance, so to speak, that we can't see was designed by God to live eternally and to um, amplify and to prove my uh, position. Of course, I'm going to do what I always do, and that is to turn to the Holy Scripture to verify what I am saying. So the first scripture that we need to go to is in the book, Old Testament book of Daniel. Daniel, the prophet, talks about this in brief. And so we're going to go to Daniel chapter 12 and I believe we're going to start with the first verse so Daniel chapter 12 and I'm going to read it to you regarding this whole thing about everlasting life Daniel chapter 12 starting with verse 1 and it says at that time shall arise Michael the great prince who has charge of your people and there shall be a time of trouble such as never has been since there was a nation till that time. But at that time your people shall be delivered, everyone whose name shall be found written in the book. And many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. So what the writer Daniel is expressing there is that Everyone will one day be raised from the dead. Everyone will be resurrected. Everyone that will ever live will experience a resurrection. It's very important that uh, you understand that everyone's going to be raised from the dead. So those who have, whether they were buried in the ground, whether they were buried in a mausoleum, or perhaps whether they were uh, they drowned at sea, God is going to put all those molecules back together, put that body back together, 
and resurrected and everyone will receive judgment as a result so let's go to another passage of scripture and what I'm going to do is we're going to travel to the New Testament now and we're going to go to the Gospel of John and we're going to go to chapter 5 and I'm going to start reading at verse 29 this is Jesus speaking he says uh, let's start before that let's start at verse 28 it says do not marvel at this for an hour is coming when all who are in the tombs will hear, hear his voice and come out those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of judgment and of course some versions will say uh, condemnation or damnation so that is another case uh, that uh, talks about resurrection of the just and the unjust and the next passage of scripture we need to travel to is Revelation chapter 14 of course Revelation is the very last book in the Bible also written by the Apostle John same uh, person who wrote the gospel that bears his name along with along with first second and third John so we go over to Revelation chapter 14 and we're going to look at verse we'll start with verse 9 it says this and another angel a third followed them saying with a loud voice if anyone worships the beast and its image and receives a mark on his forehead or on his hand he also will drink the wine of God's wrath poured full strength into the cup of his anger and he will be tormented with fire and sulfur in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the lamb of course the lamb is making reference to Jesus Christ remember uh, John the Baptist Jesus cousin in John chapter 1 verse 29 said behold the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world so is making reference to Jesus Christ and then uh, we're at verse 11 it says and the smoke of their torment goes up forever and ever listen to this this is very very um, um, humbling and very um, scary and they have no rest day or night these worshipers of the beast and its image and whoever receives the mark of his name or of its name so here in the last book of the Bible the writer John is saying those who take the mark of the beast during the time of the end which we call the uh, it's called eschatology by theologians is that those who are on the earth or some of those who live who are on this earth at the time of the tribulation period or the time of God's judgment will receive the mark of the beast either on their right hand or on their forehead because without it uh, in the 13th chapter of Revelation it says no one will be able to buy or sell anything without receiving that mark so a person that receives that mark has indeed sealed their doom and so that is a mark you never ever want to receive there's another passage that I want to look at too I know we're going to a lot of Bible passages but I want to really drive this point home let's go to Luke chapter 16 and we're going to start reading at verse uh, 19 
and when I'm going to read to the end of the chapter it says this there was a rich man who's who was clothed in purple and fine linen who feasted sumptuously every day and at his gate was laid a poor man named Lazarus covered with sores who desired to be fed with what fell from the rich man's table moreover even the dogs came and licked his sores the poor man died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's bosom or side the rich man also died and was buried and in Hades or in hell being in torment he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham far off and Lazarus at his side and he called out father Abraham have mercy on me and send Lazarus to dip the end of his finger in water and cool my tongue for I am in anguish in this flame but Abraham said child remember that you in your lifetime received your good things and Lazarus in like manner bad things but now he is comforted here and you are in anguish and besides all this between us and you a great chasm has been fixed in order that those who would pass from here to you may not be able and none may cross from there to us and he said then I beg you father to send him to my father's house for I have five brothers so that they may warn them lest they also come into this place of torment but Abraham said they have Moses and the prophets let them hear them and he said no father Abraham but if someone goes to them from the dead they will repent And he said to them if they do not hear Moses and the prophets neither will they be convinced even if someone should rise from the dead so why did I read all of that here's the reason why there's two men here there's a rich man who is living the good life he's faring sumptuously every day eating good food uh, living a cushy smug um, wonderful little life and yet there's a beggar a homeless man who's a wretch he's got sores all over his body and it says the dog came to lick the sore so that's a very gross gross uh, situation right there but apparently the rich man was not a righteous man because it says here when Lazarus died who was the who was the poor beggar he was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom or to Abraham's side he was at the place of comfort so uh, that would be representative of heaven and then it says the rich man was buried and he woke up in hell so here's the point that I'm making no one is um, no one is ceases to exist no one is annihilated there's no such thing as annihilationism that is a uh, unbiblical uh, doctrine people don't just go out of existence all of us are designed to live forever either with God in eternity or without God for all eternity and by virtue of the fact that I read you this in Luke chapter 16 regarding the rich man he had he recognized where he was he was fully awake he recognized Abraham he recognized Lazarus he was in anguish he was in torment he was in pain but he will have no rest day or night and such is the fate of everyone who dies in their sins uh, and not believing on the Lord Jesus Christ for the salvation of their soul so that is why I made the argument and the point that eternal life is for everyone but not everyone experiences eternal bliss but everyone will experience an eternal life either eternal life with the Lord Jesus Christ the Savior of your soul or uh, an eternal life without him as your Savior but as your judge 
and as your executioner. So we decide where we end up by believing or by disbelieving the truth of the gospel message. So that is why I said everyone has an eternal life. I didn't say everyone goes to heaven. Please understand me and um, so that we're clear on that. I am not teaching universalism. I'm not teaching justification by death. In other words, there are a lot of people that believe and teach that just because a person dies, they go to be uh, with the Lord. And that is simply not true. Your destination is determined in this time and space right now that we're living in where you will end up. And it depends upon what you do with the Lord Jesus Christ. Is he going to say, well done, thou good and faithful servant, you have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Or is he going to say to you, uh, depart from me. You, you're cursed. You worker of iniquity. I never knew you. So make up your mind, listeners. Make up your mind, uh, people. You can decide where you go depending upon what you do with the Lord Jesus Christ. Whether you believe in his substitutionary death, his burial and resurrection, or if you're going to despise it and try to do things your own way. The scripture says this, and I'll, and I'll leave you with this. It says, there is a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. This is Brother Dell of Gospel Repentance Ministries. I am your host. Thank you for listening. I'll check you soon. Stay hydrated.